0: podcast about all things geeky and possibly dorky he is travis hey and i'm justin together we're just a couple of nerds just a couple of nerds
1: laughing uncontrollably
0: yeah we've been recording for like 8 <laughs> minutes <laughs> and we're like all right we're ready to start and then we just would laugh about something else <laughs> A lot of, and a part of that conversation was very morbid, <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> laughing about people who passed it, don't, away.
1: Yeah, uh, see. <laughs> what a bunch of, see, what now, a bunch of jerks. Now you told them, now they're going to paint these narratives about us. <laughs> they like, <laughs> They
0: like gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like the dead. <laughs> they make fun of dead people. First of all, we weren't making fun of gay people. Second of all,
2: okay. <laughs> I don't know where you were going with that.
1: <laughs> Second of all, Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's, uh, let's get this thing. Third, third of all, so what? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: <It's> just like, <laughs> you just say one word answer
0: <laughs> for everything <laughs> or two, minimum two. Fourth, what? What? Fifth. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. Let's uh, let's get this thing. Today, back. <laughs> today's episode. Today. Today's episode is going to be about uh, <laughs> a lot. Yeah, we we got a lot to talk about. <clears throat> got some. Uh, we got, we have three of <laughs> three episodes of The Last of Us to talk about. Not in detail, but just you know, just going over the highlights. Yeah, because one of them just came out last night. And honestly, I wasn't even going to watch it. Uh, I'm glad you did, though. I wasn't going to watch it. I was going to just go to sleep. Get my little sleep in. Get some get some well-needed shut-eye. And uh, people kept messaging me. You gotta watch it. It's great. And I was like, alright, man. The funniest part of that for me is I've played the game so I know the narrative. So whenever anybody is like, It's great. You got to watch it. I'm like, I should be like, yeah, I know. (laughs) But I'm always like, all right, I'll watch.
1: (laughs) It reminds me of that meme. I think it's like always like a dog or something, which is like, you son of a bitch. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that That's usually how things go, specifically with us. We're usually like, hey, man, you should watch this. All right.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. That- <laughs> and then we do either we either do it immediately or we wait uh, five years minimum. <laughs> to be fair,
0: I haven't made you wait five years since we started doing this podcast or anything. I don't think. Is there something we were supposed to do that we haven't yet? are we
1: talked about doing? Uh that we haven't, yeah. Uh, no. The only thing I I feel like I keep hinting at <laughs>
0: is airbud.
1: N- no. That that's that's that, not a hint. No, that was on the nose. <laughs> but uh, uh you know, I have been been pushing pretty hard for that sleepaway camp too. Oh
0: yeah, that's totally true.
1: Look, Travis, I just need time, all right? I need time
0: for some things to happen. I, <laughs> one I, of my one, I don't know what that means. <laughs> one, of my, one of my friends in uh, my high school and college years used to say that a lot. I just need some I need some time for some things to happen. And I always thought that was really funny. It's just like this very vague period of time, just like, but also like defensively saying like, "Hey, man, get get off my back. I'll do it when I do it." Like it sounds
1: like both. That's why I like it. Well, I came prepared with the question. I don't know if you yes. have uh, have managed to come up with one yet.
0: Man, you know me. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll figure it out along the way. Yeah.
0: Then. So for for those who haven't been li- or didn't listen to the last episode, How we're gonna start. Dare you. Yeah, first of all, how dare you?
1: Second of all, what? Third of all... How dare you not listen to the episode that was a day late? Third of all, shame.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On you. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, we're going to start the episodes by asking the other person a random question. Just to get, you know, have a little icebreaker at the start of the episode. I don't know if we necessarily need an icebreaker, because we, we always come in just guns blazing.
1: <laughs> talking about... Well, I feel like we've had some mishaps. Yeah. It was, what, two episodes ago we somehow started talking about 9-11 <laughs> in, the <laughs> in the intro. <laughs> That's the only one that comes to mind. But there's there've been some other... Listen, we're not perfect at this yet, obviously.
0: Like, like I said, we always come in guns blazing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all
1: right, all right, all right. So to the question. The question. All right. So the question I have for you is, What was the last album you heard off of the first listen? I was like, all right, this is an instant classic.
2: Good question. Um, Off the Dome. (laughs) The only
0: one I can think of. (laughs) Is uh, (laughs) a few years ago. Let me make sure I get this right. Oh shit! No, that's not it. Gosh darn it!
1: You're still trying to get that pre-order?
0: Yeah, man. Oh shit!
1: (laughs) So so the saga continues. If you if you listen to last. I always want to say last week. If you listen to our last episode, then uh, you'll know what that notification sound is.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to get the pre order for Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, the Collector's Edition in particular, and I'm not, and I'm straight up not having a good time.
1: <laughs> Have you been checking in my zip code as well?
0: So yes, I don't know where these pre orders are coming from through Best Buy. I just stopped with Best Buy because every time I would. I uh, even get remotely far in the process it'd be i would get like a notification that was like the shipping is not available and then i'd punch in a bunch of zip codes and i'd even put like generic zip codes like i put it in new york florida and california and it was like it is not available i'm like where are these available at it's like utah or something um the last album that i listened to that i thought was an instant classic okay so there was an album released in 2019 uh by a band called be like max called save us all uh and <clears throat> it's just a little like punk rock ska record cuz i think they released a single in late 2018 they released a single I was like all about it. Release the album. that was my shit for like ever List, like listen to it on repeat so many times, driving to work, driving from work everywhere I was driving and listening to this album. um yeah, that was probably the last one I can think of. The unfortunate thing about that is uh, one of them the lead singer uh got outed as a uh for his uh for his behavior within the band and outside of the band uh when it comes to like gaslighting people and uh sexual assault and stuff like that uh so I even hate saying this because I don't want to give people like that a platform but uh yeah that was probably the last one that was that was yeah that's one of my favorite records ever and that's that that makes me feel some things but uh i was just thinking recently too cuz i'm trying to get into more music uh like i said in our uh in our first episode of the new year that was one of my goals was to get into more music cuz i feel like i haven't and uh or haven't been you know consistently listening to music so i'm in that headspace where I think I'm. I think I'm very ripe for an album to just come in, and take over my entire life. It, I need it. it. I want it. You need it to sweep you off your feet. Yes. <laughs> come wind me, dine me, baby.
1: <laughs> but yeah,
0: that that's the last one. I think
1: that's funny because uh, the last album that I that I heard that. Like, instantly, I thought, like, okay, this is an instant classic. Also comes from 2019. Well, damn. Yeah. It's uh, it's an album by Cordae. It's his debut album called The Lost Boy. I feel like I've heard
0: that. Like, not the album, but I've heard of it. Yeah.
1: it's a, It's a very, very, very good album. I'm trying to remember where I heard him first. I forget. It might have been somebody's feature. But, um... Yeah, he he dropped that album in in the I believe it was like June, maybe of two thousand nineteen. But yeah, just really great album front to back, and it was like my favorite album around the time where like we were preparing to move out here. So it's kind of like attached to. Oh that like yeah, it's got that transition. sentimental. Yeah. yeah, but still, I mean, you take that aside. It, it's a it's a wonderful album. Anyway. Hell yeah! Yeah.
0: Hell yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah! Um, <laughs> all right.
1: Moment of truth. Uh, yeah.
0: What's my question? Uh, my question is going to be. Damn it! I had it and totally forgot it because I looked over and saw something. Um,
2: <laughs> what did? Not that way.
0: Wow, that one totally slipped. It must not have been anything I looked at. It was just something that came to mind as I was looking over at something. Um, What's like an older console that you don't have a lot of familiarity with that you wish you did? Or you wish you could jump into the library?
2: Or you're, wa- you're wanting to, I should say. Hmm. Dreamcast. Nice. Yeah. Dreamcast is good. No,
1: I've actually, I've never, we never had, like, any Sega console in our house growing up. My only, like, real experience with any Sega console was, I, I think my cousins had a Genesis at some point and going over there in the summertime. I think I played it once and played Sonic, but... Yeah, I don't know. I I remember, I remember that year. That I don't know if it was the year that the uh, Dreamcast came out, but I I remember like, you know, like remember the catalogs you used to get from like the stores around Christmas time. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like these really big, thick catalogs. Yeah, the- it was like the Toys R Us Big Book or whatever. Yeah. I think it was
0: actually called the Big Book.
1: Yeah, so so growing up, I'm I'm sure a lot of kids have the same story. You would just you would cut out like what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. Totally did and, that. And I would always like cut out like the picture of the Dreamcast. <laughs> um and your parents
2: were like, no, threw it in the garbage.
1: <laughs> no, I mean we had other gaming consoles at the time that we weren't I don't know, we weren't playing, I guess, but yeah, no. I don't know, maybe they just couldn't get their hands on one. That's true. But yeah, I always always wanted one. You gotta get it, what are you doing? They're kind of expensive now, I
0: think. Yeah. (laughs) I, I I don't know the prices of them, to be honest, but they seem like something that would be. So, I think mine... So, I grew up with a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis, but I preferred the Sega Genesis. Um, hmm. so, and I've dived into Super Nintendo games like the classics, um, obviously the Mario platformers, your other Nintendo first party IPs. But I think my answer is going to be that I do want to dive into more Super Nintendo like RPG, like your Chrono Triggers, um, which I've tried to play multiple times and just cannot get into. Not that it's not good just I don't know I'm not in not in the right headspace for it it's not the right time for it but yeah and then you got obviously your final fantasy games on there I think America only got 3 for the Super Nintendo which I need to look this up because we got Final Fantasy 3 but I think it was legitimately Final Fantasy 6 Yep it is Final Fantasy 6 So in the West we got it as 3 but really it was final fantasy 6. Um and then you have Earthbound. Um a couple of the Dragon Quest games came out, not in the West I don't think. A few of them came out on the Super Famicom, so I guess I would just like to do a deeper dive into the uh Super Nintendo, particularly the the role-playing games of that era because I feel like when I was a kid I didn't I didn't have patience for role-playing games. It was just I need action <laughs> all the time.
1: I I was that way probably all the way up until Breath of the Wild broke me. <laughs> 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 it might be like the first like RPG type game that I've actually like sat down and played and finished. It's usually, it's usually not my cup of tea. But uh, yeah, good good transitions here. Y- you know what was my tea? What was your tea? Call
2: of Duty!
1: (laughs) Call of of Duty. So, uh, we're getting Call of Duty on the Switch. Yeah, they just... uh,
0: Nintendo and... Who's that? Activision? Yeah. Activision, but under the Xbox umbrella, uh, signed a 10-year agreement with Nintendo to release Call of Duty on Nintendo consoles. You about to get that. Call of Duty at 21 frames per second. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's going to look terrible. <laughs>
0: that honestly makes me think that a new Nintendo console is coming.
1: <sighs> it's got to be, man, cuz
0: cuz there's n- there's no way they'd make that agreement and then just be like, "Yep.
1: You're running on the Switch for 5 years of this." Dude, I I remember when uh when Apex came to the Switch. <laughs> 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 and at that time, I w- I was watching like cuz that that was like pandemic days so like having a lot more downtime i was i was watching a lot of twitch actually and one oh, of the, nice. one of the uh, twitch streamers i was watching was playing a lot of of um of apex and uh yeah when that when i seen it came was coming to the switch i'm like all right yeah, i'm going to be able to play it and uh Check it out, because I've actually... I never played it on the, uh, on the PlayStation 4. <laughs> I remember loading that thing up. It just... It, it looks so god-awful.
0: So my thing is, like, we've gotten a lot of Switch ports that are really, really great, like, that run really well, and then some that just don't. Yeah. So a part of me thinks... That is, it is a developer issue. I mean, but then I think some things are just, you know,
1: they're too powerful. I can't, they can't run. I can't imagine that the Switch is a, a console that's overly difficult to develop for.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. But we still get a lot of ports where, um, you know that That aren't so great, and then at the same time we get a port like near automata or near automata I don't know how I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know how to speak or read apparently, but uh <laughs> yeah, we get ports like that that actually run really well, and then we get like Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which are made by <laughs> you know Game Freak and uh Nintendo company and partially Nintendo probably and just run
1: like ass, so. Yeah, there there are those obvious ports that are like, okay, this was just a quick cash grab. Yeah. Y- you knew it was going to sell just off the strength of having it portably and people wanting to have it in, in, in that format. I mean, like, you look at games like Saints Row 4, that... <laughs> That <laughs> they won't even fucking run at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's still on sale on the e shop. I know because I'm one of the suckers that bought it for the whopping price of a dollar ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> You're like,
0: what can be so bad
1: about this? Yeah, <laughs> that's it a turns good out, deal. <laughs> everything.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Call of Duty to the Switch. I'm excited. I'm optimistic. I think,
2: I think they'll get like
1: 30 frames per second solid. Yeah, I mean, as long as the
0: gameplay is solid. Yeah, and I, it doesn't I can, like I can, totally look like ass. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can even deal with with lackluster visuals. Is it just has to feel like Call of Duty, right? If it feels like Call of Duty, then then I'll I'll be playing a lot of it. I swear to God, I will. <laughs> I, sw-
2: <laughs> I swear to God.
1: Um.
0: Yeah. So that's that's a uh, pretty big news. Yeah. Uh. I guess. Uh. Keeping on the switch train, uh. Mm-hmm. I started playing a little, a little, a little video game. You might know it. Uh. Just a just a little one. Not not too big. It's called a uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Just a little title, you know, one of those under the radar titles. So, like, it, just a lull, lull. Just a lull, tall. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Travis started playing it, <laughs> and Travis started playing it. God and that, knows like, how long ago. <laughs> gave me a, the little itch. It, it had the thought implanted in my head. I'm <laughs> telling myself. Wouldn't that be fun to play? Don't you want to play Ocarina of Time again? And I said, no, brain. I have other <laughs> things to play. Then I listened to a podcast where they went over Ocarina of Time. And that was that was a done deal. I, was <laughs> I listened to the whole thing. It was like a three-hour long podcast where they just talked about their experiences with the game, like past experiences and present in terms of playing it, uh, this go-around. One of them hadn't even beaten it all the way through at all. So that was an interesting perspective to take into account. And then I, I started it immediately. And I'm just... Uh, if I was going to, like... <laughs> I was going to, you know, take a stroll in my gameplay of Ocarina of Time. I was I was trying not to become hyper-obsessive with it at all. And then it just happened. And that's all I've been playing recently.
1: So. Nice. And you are actually further than I am. Yeah, we got to get you further, man. Yeah, I'm trying, man. I really am. All right. So here's the thing I like the game, I think the game is amazing. And here's the other thing I grew up with the Nintendo 64 in the house, but I don't really have too much experience with like a lot of the big and 64 games, outside of, obviously, uh, Mario, uh, Super Mario 64. Right. That was, like, kind of, like, the mainstay in the house. Like, that was the one we owned. We always played it, and we kind of rented it. Whatever else we played, we, we usually rented. So I had never played Ocarina of Time. I wasn't going in expecting to enjoy it really all that much. I was actually kind of dreading it. Just because I was like, I, I didn't know what to expect from uh, a control standpoint. Because if you remember last year when I played replayed Super Mario sixty four, I was very critical <laughs> of, uh, of how, you know, the the con- controlling Mario and that whole kind of control setup, how it aged, and how it didn't really, it it. It was kind of like in the way of me having fun, but yeah, I can I can see that. But uh, yeah, I it hasn't been a problem with Ocarina of Time. I've kind of gotten a hold of the controls pretty pretty easily, I would say. But uh, I don't know, man. Me just being me, like I take my Switch with me every day to work, with the intentions of playing it on my break, and I I don't know. I just. <laughs> I never get around to to pulling it out of my bag, <laughs>
2: and
1: I certainly don't have the time at home to play. Right, it's it's a vicious cycle. Because you know, I I could very easily, you know, play on my break, but I
2: just, yeah,
0: it's one of those it's one of those things where you got to be in the mood for it. So how far are you in it? So I've gotten the the three spiritual stones, okay, and then something happened. And I've done two additional
1: dungeons since then. Okay. I'm saying that something happened because Travis hasn't yeah, played it. I appreciate you. Tra- no, no I'm not spoiling. It. Not spoiling the uh... <laughs> 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 old ass game. Let's see, twenty five year old game. Yeah. Thank you for that's not, okay. Thank you for not spoiling that. But yeah, I I will eventually um, get my ass in gear. Get my priorities straight, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get your shit together!
1: (laughs) I was playing Metroid
0: 2 Samus Returns the Remake on 3DS. Nice. And I got pretty far. Well, I got to what I thought was pretty far and then had to look something up and realized I was not very far at all and was just kind of like, Alright. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna just, you know, chip away at this, I feel like, forever. Um one day I'll go back. I also need to play Persona Five. That's been on my bucket list for a long time. So maybe this year. I also have been <laughs> I'm bouncing through quite a bit of games. Uh I'm still also playing The Last of Us Two, but I got to a point where I'm just tired of fighting people.
1: <laughs> I've been meaning to ask you where you're at with that. It, so, it's been a couple of weeks. So I got to a point
0: where I'm at a hospital, and I, I'm i looking for a certain person. Uh, Her name is Nora. Okay. Um. So I'm looking for a person named Nora. I'm right outside of the hospital. And I just don't want to fight anyone ever again <laughs> i just so I'm just, i don't know man, I'm just so sick of fighting I just just give me the story this one is especially bad because the area I'm in has like fourteen people in it, and then like two
1: dogs okay and I'm, I'm, it's been I haven't played. Uh, The Last of Us Part Two, Since like It came out I'm trying to remember I, I can't feel the life of me Like picture where you're at
2: Yeah and I wanna it, um, I wanna
1: ask you a question But I, I might be spoiling By asking you So I won't So I'm trying to think of a different way To ask you
0: Um So I've only played as The character Abby One time Okay And that was at the beginning That gives me a lot
1: of information Cause okay. people keep People keep asking me, Well, uh have you played as Abby? And I'm like Yeah, see, yeah that, once that was the question I didn't want to ask. Okay. So what I will say is uh fucking strap in because <laughs> you got like twenty hours of fighting to go. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just <laughs> every time you think it's over, <laughs> it's not over. I do want to go back and replay that though. I, that is something I want to commit to because this weekend coming up is my weekend off. I'm going to play the last of us part two. I was going to play the last of us, but I, I've, with us watching the show, I really don't feel like I need to. Yeah. I've, I've experienced that story, but I do need to go back and and revisit part two. So I think I'll, I think I'll uh, start that up this weekend. I think another problem with with me playing The
0: Last of Us 2 is I did complete my old save file of The Last of Us. So I think I'm just kind of burnt out. Yeah. Because I played through, I played through like half of one and now I'm pretty deep into two.
1: Um, yeah. Cause I mean, th- the actual like gameplay mechanics of The Last of Us is not. Something that's like this really like complex, continuously getting better. Like right. it's very like bare bones. Yeah, what kinda. it is is
0: what it is. Like
1: it, and it. Th- le- that's something
0: I'm actually wrestling with in this playthrough of it. Because yeah, I'm like, I like
1: the gameplay.
0: Obviously, it's from a narrative standpoint, might be one of the best video games ever. Narratively, yeah. But I'm, I, I don't know. Right now, I'm just struggling with it because it's just kind of like the same. It, it it's, it's just repetitive, is what it is. You're just Isn't
1: consuming it? too much
0: of that world. That's probably true,
1: too. Just play, so. just replay the original. You're watching the show. Now you're playing the sequel. It, it, it's a lot. You're getting burnt out.
0: Yeah. So maybe when that series finale drops. And I have a few weeks to digest uh, digest, and step away from the series. Um, I'll return to it with much better thoughts. But right now, I'm just tired of fighting people. And I, j- I just want them to tell me the story. <laughs> so just want to wait for the next season
1: of the, of the HBO series?
0: I definitely won't wait that long. Yeah. I definitely will beat that game this year. But it probably won't be
1: soon. We'll see. All right, well... Since we're already on the topic of The Last of Us.
0: Yeah, we are we are transitioning very well today. Yeah, we're
1: flowing today.
0: <laughs> hey, you know, it's like they say, flow or go home, am I right? I,
1: dude, who says that? <laughs> I, I, I need names. Flo, flow need or go context. home, boy. Flow. So, What's the flow? <laughs>
0: flow can mean a lot. The funky flow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that doesn't give
0: me
2: any more information. <laughs>
0: So there's this movie from the eighties called Thrashin. It has Josh Brolin in it, who is most famous for being the older the older brother in the Goonies Mm -hmm. and also for starring in Old Country for No or No Country for Old Men. Old Country for No Men. (laughs) That's a good title. (laughs) Old Country for No Men. Get out, men! <laughs> this fucking old country doesn't need you yeah he he's most famous for playing in those movies, okay, but this eighties movie is about a skateboarding like a group of skateboarders, and they uh <laughs> this this plot is so absurd. So anyway, it's this 80s movie about two factions of skateboarders and uh they have a little conflict and one of the the leader of the, you know, the the good faction of skateboarders falls in love with the younger sister of the leader of the bad skateboarding group. And uh anyway, there's a there's just a very small part where they're riding on this, like, ramp and someone spray paints Flow or Go Home on it. And I was always like, What? <laughs> and then my friend Josh wrote a song about it called Flow or Go Home. And it's uh, about the movie thrashing. But also, I wrote a concept album about, uh, or I started writing a concept album about the movie thrashing because I was a teenager and thought it was really stupid. <laughs> And thought it would make my friends laugh. Which it did. and uh, So that's where flow or go home comes from. But anyway, we're flowing and I ruined the flow. So now let's flow. Let's, let's go get back to flowing. <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to go home.
2: <laughs> See ya. <laughs>
0: See ya. <laughs> alright, alright. The Last of Us. The Last of Us television series. HBO's The Last of Us.
1: So we got uh three episodes to go over. We're just gonna highlight it because yeah. it's been can't... it's been two weeks since I've seen episode six. Oh, a week since I've seen episode seven, and episode eight I just seen. So yeah, um, six was kin. the
0: The title of the episode was kin. Uh, Great in this episode. episode, Joel reunites with Tommy, uh, in the city of Jackson. Great moment. Yeah, it was awesome seeing that city, uh, you know, in a live-action sense. Because I thought it was great in the beginning of Last of Us 2. Mm-hmm. Little little city from... Uh, well, not, it wasn't even a city then. In the first one, they just go to the uh, the dam, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they build the city around it. So you see, when you see it in Part 2, it's, like, fully built. And uh thriving and they show it in its full peak potential here in HBO's The Last of Us. So that was really cool. Um obviously the the reunion between Tommy and Joel was great. Um
2: oh, before we continue any further, spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let's get that out of the way.
1: Spoiler alert. For those for six episodes six, seven, and eight. Six, seven, and eight. All right. Go on. Um
0: yeah. There were there this episode was really, really great.
1: Probably my favorite since the first one. It's for me, it's a close. It's a tie between six and five. I still yeah, think five is, I, I still think 5 is amazing. Yeah, 5 is really great too. Uh I, s- but yeah, 6 is it's 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 up there for different reasons though. Obviously 5 being a bit more um action packed than than uh than 6. But uh, yeah, well in episode 6 we get uh Ellie learning about Sarah. Yeah. That was cool,
0: because I totally... This is something that wasn't necessarily mentioned in the game. Like, how Ellie knew about Sarah. I think
1: um, it... Well, you you played the game recently, so you would know better than me.
0: Yeah, I th- I don't think they... The, okay, so, in the section that I was playing, it wasn't mentioned at all. And then she just knew about it. I also listened to the HBO's uh, to the podcast uh, that they host, the creators uh, Neil Druckmann, well, one of the creators Neil Druckmann and uh, Troy Baker hosts it, I think. And they talked. They talked about that. I guess, I guess she doesn't know, or uh, it's never shown that she knows, as far as I, as far as I know, and they know, and they would know more than I know.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it just says that, uh, yeah, in the game, it happens off off screen. We don't get to see it. Yeah, but here we get to see it. Yeah, we get to see it here. Well, we really don't get to see it here. We get to kind of see the beginning of it. Because I, I forget her name, but, but Tommy's wife, I think, what, is it Maria? Yeah, I think it's Maria. Okay, yeah, Maria. She kind of starts to, and then she's like, oh, I might have said too much or I'm trying. Well, no, 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 no. Because we get to see yep. that she finds out that Joel had a daughter, Sarah, but we don't see on screen Maria telling her what happened to Sarah. Right. So that we don't see, which we really I think we don't need to see. Th- we seen it. <laughs> right. We see. I it.
0: think Ellie just sort of picks up the pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Another great little Easter egg of this. Episode was we get to see a future character when they they arrive in Jackson and they're they go to the dining hall and they're eating and Joel tells Ellie to mind her manners and she looks over and uh, she looks over and says what the fuck are you looking at and then the camera shows someone who uh they show Dina from Last of Us Part Two. I missed that.
1: Yeah, it's. I thought it was really, really cool. I'm about to go back the, and look at that. That totally flew over my head. Is it the same actress who did the video game?
0: I don't honestly even know. Uh, I haven't even looked it up. Let me see this. Let me look this. And up. they they don't actually say who it was. It's just like based on her appearance, you can kind of put the put the pieces together.
1: I'm gonna look this up. You you go on about episode seven. Unless you have anything more for episode six. Uh yeah,
0: episode six was really, really good. Got some emotional scenes between uh oh, here. between Joel and Ellie.
1: We got some emotional scenes between Tommy and Joel. Oh yeah, that scene with Tommy and Joel where Joel's just kinda like explaining everything. Yeah. That's a really great performance. And then of course, that leading directly into the the conversation between Ellie and Joel. Yeah, that was ripped straight from the game. Yeah, wonderful.
0: And uh, oh, then then they go to. that? They go to see the fireflies. The fireflies aren't there.
1: And oh yeah, Joel gets they, hurt. Yeah. Yep. So they they go to the university, which that that part in the game's a lot longer. They kind of condensed that down.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of
1: glad that they
0: condensed it down because I think the o- the only yeah. thing I missed from that was fighting the infected, um, which I feel like is my only critique of the series so far is that there haven't been enough fights with infected. Um,
1: I don't know if I miss it.
0: You got one. You got the one in episode two. Um, I. You have some infected. Obviously, you have some infected in uh,
1: episode five. A lot of them. Um, I f- I feel like that issue for you will go away with the rewatch where you're binging it. Yeah, probably. We'll see. Um. Yeah. So good
0: episode. Very, 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 very. I'm just gonna keep going. Very, very, very. Just <laughs> very, very. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Very. It is good. It <laughs>
1: is good. Yeah, it it it's good. Like I said, it, it it's right up there. Episode one still my favorite. Uh, and then after that, it, it's a tie. It's a toss up between five and six.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. Seven. Left behind. Yeah, so we get the left behind DLC for Last of Us One, uh, converted into live action. So, this is a good episode, but I think Yeah, it it, it is. It, but I yeah. think just coming off the heels of 5 and 6 is probably why um this one feels a little underwhelming to me. Um not not in a bad way, it's just, you know, 5 and 6 are heavy hitters and this yeah.
1: one's just kind of like the cool down. You know, I think my I think my problem with it was because Joel was signed, sidelined for the entire episode, which he had to be to tell that left behind story. He, he pretty much had to be. But I, I don't know. It, it's something I've been sh- like struggling with, like thinking the past few days was I feel like, you know, earlier on in the season, we were getting episodes where I felt like we were getting a lot of Joel and Ellie. But people were complaining, like, Oh, we're not getting enough of Joel and Ellie, we're not getting enough of Joel and Ellie. And like I said earlier, I thought we were getting we were getting enough. Right. But now I don't know. I feel like we're starting to get to the point where like, all right, got one week left based you know, at the time that we're recording this now. We got one le- week left and we're coming off of two weeks where it's like an episode and a half where Joel was pretty much out of the picture. Yeah. So I, I think just watching this because I played the game, watching the show, the relationship between Joel and Ellie seems a little bit I don't want to say forced, but just it developed so much faster. Yeah. That maybe I'm comfortable with or that but or maybe it's just it's weird for me because I we played the game and even like during the slow moments of the game, the gameplay sequences, you're getting conversations between Joel and Ellie, and that's a lot of the stuff that's getting cut out of the show. Obviously, you have to. I don't know. I, I think, I think episode seven kind of is a victim of that for me. Yeah, but I mean, I, that makes but, sense. But I think that it's something that, like, re watching it when I can just, you know, Rewatch the whole season back to back without waiting week to week. I think that problem would go away. Um, so yeah, this episode, uh, we get
0: the, we get more, we dive more into Ellie's past. Uh, she was, uh, in a Fedra, basically a military, a Fedra military school. Mm -hmm. And her best friend runs away. Best friend comes back. Oh, her best friend's name is Riley. Uh, Best friend comes back. They, you know, they sneak out. Uh, Riley takes her to a mall. They have a, they basically have a little date, and Mm -hmm. uh, you know, each of them is kind of struggling with feelings about the other one. Uh, Riley kind of drops a bomb that she's leaving. Oh well, first I should say that she told Ellie she joined the Fireflies. Yeah, and she so she was found by Marlene. Basically, it was recruited by Marlene, then uh, drops a drops this bomb on Ellie that uh, she's leaving and is going to Atlanta. So those these two characters are probably never going to see each other again, mm-hmm. at least not for a very long time. And uh, yeah, then they they make up and uh, have a little have a little cute moment together.
1: Yeah, because they make up because they. They kind of, they not, they don't argue, but Ellie storms off when she finds, like, uh, the bombs and stuff that were in that back, not in the back room, but wherever, like, the bed and stuff was. Yeah. And, and she kind of, like, puts two and two together, like, oh, you you brought me here because this is where you, like, this is where you were stationed. And now she's moving. Yeah, so Ellie storms off, comes back. They have a little cute moment. Yeah, they're all dancing. Riley's dancing
0: really great. Ellie's, you know, showing her whiteness, and uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's true. That's that's funny because I was just uh, I was watching Rocky Three before we got on, <laughs> and I was at the part where uh, Apollo Creed and his trainers had just kind of started working with Rocky. Oh, and they're but, like, You're too stiff. Yeah, yeah, Rocky was struggling with the uh with the rhythm. <laughs> he's just a he's just a heavy set white guy, man.
0: You know? <laughs> he can't help it. <laughs> so yeah. Um they have a cute moment, they're dancing together, they kiss, then shit goes shit goes down. Yeah. A little infected comes out. So this is my only gripe with this episode. Okay. So the infected attacks Ellie and Riley. Mm-hmm. We see the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Not once did I see this infected bite, Ellie or Riley,
1: at all. True. We and, also didn't yeah. see Tess get bit. We didn't see Ellie get bit for the second time. It's kind of been on par for them. We're not really seeing people get bit. Just, you know, we saw Tess get Frenched in episode two. <laughs> But not bit.
0: Yeah, I think we probably see some people in Episode 5 get bitten, but it is a sort of downfall of the series that we haven't seen any of the main cast get bit. And, like, Tess makes sense because in the game, that's how it actually happens. Yeah. Um, Yeah, you don't see it in the game. And I guess here, too, it happens in a similar fashion where I haven't played the Left Behind DLC since it came out, so... I don't really remember all too well, but I think it plays similar, similarly where you don't see the actual bite. It just kind of is a realization that it
1: happened. I wonder why they go go with that. Like, I'm I'm sure it's on purpose, but I, I'm curious as to what that purpose is. I can see... Is it because they're children? They're yeah, children? it might be.
0: The test thing is... Supposed to be, you know, a twist. So
1: right, but obviously we already know that Ellie was bitten. And right, we we had we had already gotten confirmation that this is this is where and when she was bit. Yeah, which which even still too, like when when you see them both reveal their bites, knowing that it was coming, it was still just like, oh shit.
0: Yeah, Bella Ramsey's acting right here is
1: really great. Top We're notch, kinda, man scratching much. scratching
0: at her arm trying to yeah. rub away
1: the the bite can you imagine like that feeling of dread that would come over you in that moment that's crazy like you were just having the best day ever best night ever in a matter of moments it's like yeah you're fucked well, yeah your
0: your whole life <laughs> is turned upside
1: down well, Riley was fucked <laughs> yeah Riley
0: got fucked um And not in... Never mind.
1: And not in the good way. Um, I'm glad that they kept it consistent with the game, too, where we don't have to see Riley turn and Ellie unfortunately have to kill her.
0: Yeah, because this was alluded to in previous episodes where uh, she said she had to... She lost everybody she's ever cared about. She had to, you know, she had to take out somebody yep so then we you know basically her train of thought of or her remembrance I should say of the events with Riley were in a in an instant because we go right back to her attending to Joel and sewing him up she didn't even warm up that needle she didn't sterilize it that boy infected but that leads us, okay. in, but yeah, but Good that look. leads us into the next episode. <laughs> look at us. We done did it again. Remember when I told you we were podcast of the year? We were the rookies of the year? We we're the fourth best
2: podcast of the year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now we're into episode eight. Yep. Uh, Which uh, just dropped last night at the time of this recording. We've both watched it. Yep. Still kind of fresh, fresh ish. I watched right. it last night at work uh, over the course of a couple breaks. Uh, yeah, really, really great episode. Another, <laughs> I feel like a broken record at this point. <laughs> all, all of these episodes are amazing.
0: I still feel like this one was underwhelming to me. Um, really? So I'm thinking there are two reasons for this. I think I'm still in the high of episodes five and six, yeah. And with seven, I was more waiting on you know some big action to take place, which in this section of the game there is quite a bit of action. Um, and then on top of that, I've also just played this section of the game, like Mm -hmm. you know, I played the Last of Us one, and this was the predominantly the big section that I played through. So I think it is just a case of me being kind of, you know, too involved in the world of the last of us. And, uh, I also wasn't the biggest fan of the casting of, uh, David initially.
1: Uh, but then once he flips the switch, I was like, all right, I get it. And no, man, I think he did a great job. Cause you get like, you get those subtle bits of like creepiness sprinkled throughout the episode and then I think it's a scene where he kind of like he fully like goes all the way when when she's locked up and he's talking about like them building a life together and and things of that nature.
0: Yeah that was definitely around the part where I flipped on the character because originally he just kind of seemed I remember even in the game being like mm, I don't trust this guy when they introduce him Um, yeah in this one they try to make him a little more uh a little more trustworthy like they you know they present him as a man of god um he's the leader of these people he's trying to you know find resources for them he trades you know medicine for with ellie even though uh his partner james who is played by troy baker who did the motion capture and voice for Joel in the video game, which was cool. Um, you know, he he trades medicine to Ellie, even though James is against it. So, you know, they, they do their damnedest to make him a good guy. And then mm-hmm. halfway through, he, uh, he smacks a little girl in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know what is amazing about this episode? like thinking back so obviously they're cannibals yeah but there's a scene right before david smacks the uh the little girl where they're it shows the the kitchen staff making dinner and this guy comes in with a tub of meat and they ask him what it is and he says venison and i'm like now thinking back i'm like man that wasn't venison no (laughs) That
1: was that was did, Mark. Did you also notice the difference in the plates of everyone else and David's plate? <laughs> I was laughing so hard
0: because everyone had like this little bowl and they're yeah. eating it so fast, and David yeah. just has this giant plate, which is also disgusting when you think about it because he, he he's eating the most of uh, yeah man, someone. He's got a giant He's got a, he's got a giant, giant plate, plate of, of someone's man meat.
1: <laughs> yep. He's eating the man meat. So elsewhere in episode eight, uh Joel finally decides to get the fuck up. I think this was
0: a part of maybe another part of the reason why this episode was kind of underwhelming to me, because Ellie had just you know, gave him the medicine and uh then yeah. he's and then he's, yeah. and then he's <laughs> all he's all up and out and killing people. But must, to be fair a he doesn't
1: cocaine in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he didn't like you know he did a lot, but he didn't do as much as he does in the game. Like in the game he goes on a one man warp <laughs> Yeah. A one man war path, I guess, um of revenge. They I they forget. kinda insinuate that David Wants uh wants Ellie to be, you know, work close with him, and you know some other things. Maybe, maybe be his wife. I don't know. His little fourteen-year-old wife. That's gross, David. Yeah, I still love when David gets, or when she bites David. And oh yeah, yeah. so she. Like...
1: Well, first she breaks his finger, right? Yeah. And then he goes and gets a buddy. They drag her out of the cage. And at some point, she bites him. And when it looks like he's getting ready to chop her little head off, that's when she's like, I'm infected. Causes just enough of a, dis- of a distraction for her to take out uh, James. And then... Uh,
0: and we get that whole scene in the, the, yeah.
1: the, the
0: restaurant. Where uh, it's on fire. Ellie's everyone, hiding. <laughs> everyone in the town
1: vanishes.
0: Yeah, that was another thing about this episode <laughs> too. Is I think the idea here is that David has been such an inconsistent leader, and obviously, with that interaction in the kitchen, I think people are getting onto the fact that they're being fed human <laughs> humans. <laughs> and they're probably not happy about that. Um. And then he just smacks some little girl in the face and is like, I'm your daddy. I'm your new daddy. He basically daddy. did just say that. I'm your new daddy. So I, originally I thought his line was going to be like, you have a father in the Lord. But he straight up was just like, I'm your dad, bitch. <laughs> and, then, and then, uh, yeah, so they're probably not happy with him. But that was another thing where I was like, where's all the people, man? They were just like, we don't care. David sucks. We're leaving. Anyway, uh, David, Ellie attacks David. Uh, they're both on the ground. David gets up, starts kicking Ellie, gets on top of her. That was very kind of, I don't want to say hard to watch, but it did, you know. Yeah. It, it uh it did make me look away. Not Not even look away, just kind of, you know, it made me feel some. Some ways towards David. Just, I didn't like it. (laughs) I didn't like it. And then uh, Ellie just straight up murders him.
1: Just straight up murders him to death. Dude, it went on for so long. (laughs) That's
0: how it is in the game, too. Like, that is... Is That's like a total recreation of that scene. Even with the blood shooting up into the camera lens, like, that actually... That was
1: very faithful recreation of that. Did yeah, we, you're right. the 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 image of of the game is starting to come back now. Yeah. Then Joel and Ellie reunite. He calls her baby girl, which that's directly out of the game too, right? Yeah. Okay. He's like, "Come here, baby girl." Yeah, dude, and that not in a weird that. way. <laughs> no, not at all. In a loving, fatherly way. And that's and it. That, yeah, that's episode eight. Uh, episode eight is. It's up there with uh, up there with five, it's up there with five and six for me.
0: It's probably in the bottom three for me. Hmm. I mean, all of them are still good, but it would probably be like I don't know the order, but the two, two seven and eight are
1: like around the same area. Yeah, two. I got two and seven pretty close to each other. I got eight or just a little bit higher though. So.
2: We got yeah. one week
1: left, though. One week left. I feel like this show's gonna leave like a pretty big void behind. Yeah, what are we gonna talk about? <laughs> now, what the fuck are we gonna watch? Like, I, I, I say that as if there's no, like, there's no shortage of shows that I'm behind on that I need to check out, but... In, in terms where, of where is that, the
0: content?
1: <laughs> but in terms of something that's like it's an event every week. That, that right. That void. Because we don't get those that often anymore.
0: Yeah, it's funny because the big ones now are like The Last of Us, when the Game of Thrones kind of mm-hmm. spinoff comes out. Um when uh what's it called? The El Camino, the Breaking Bad uh movie came out. That was like an event. Uh and then obviously Stranger Things. A lot of the events that happen are based on new shows. Like, there's not, like, an event where it's, like, a returning series is, like, sweeping people off their feet again. Stranger Things is a big one for that. But, you know, most recently, Wednesday was a very big deal in streaming. And that was a new show. Although it was based off an existing property. So, I don't know. You're right, though. This is... This is going to leave a void. Yeah. Yep. But that's that's the last of us. And also, that's the last of us. Oh, shit. See what I did there? <laughs> oh. Unless you have anything else to talk about, I think... Uh... Uh, I did. Oh, well then.
1: Oh, right. I remember now. Yeah. So do you want to take a break and we can come back and I can tell the story? Sure. Okay. We've been talking a long time, so. Take a break. All right. Take a break. <laughs> All, right,
0: take a break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I am going to use I am going to use it. I'm back, Mark Bacher.
1: And we're back. We're back. I'm back. So uh my, my struggles as a fish keeper have have they they've continued.
0: Every time you go to say my struggles as a fish, I always think you're gonna say fishermen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, "Look at Travis no, so i i I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before might have been at last episode where I talked about uh my fish dying, yep, had the beta die from ammonia poisoning had the one fish jump out, and then I think two more fish got uh got bullied to death." Of the bully in the tank but my struggles continued unfortunately <laughs> so uh last sunday it it was my sunday off so the the 10 gallon tank in the bedroom that the beta was in that was just it was sitting there cycling i was just letting it cycle you know basically the old way just letting it run not putting like bottled bacteria or anything like that in there. I was just going to let it grow naturally. Uh, So my fiance and I wanted to rearrange our bedroom uh, furniture around a little bit. Um, So here's why I fucked up. (laughs) And that's where you fucked up. The 10-gallon tank is on top of the dresser. Instead of taking the water out of the tank, which would have been very easy to do, because there's no fish in there or anything like that, just taking the water out, I could put the same water right back in. I didn't do that; Skip that step. Just picked the aquarium up, which you know I don't I don't know how exactly how much the a ten gallon aquarium is filled with water, but you know it's over a hundred pounds. It's not not super light, <laughs> so I I just had it sitting on the ground. While I was moving the furniture around, got everything moved around how I wanted it. I was like, "All right, let me move this aquarium." It was the yeah. last thing I had to do.
0: Just to interrupt, I looked it up and it says that a ten gallon tank, uh, twenty by ten by twelve, with wa- totally full of water, is one hundred and eleven pounds.
2: Okay,
1: not not that crazy. You yeah. know, that's still yeah. That- It's still pretty heavy, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, and it's water, too, so it's like, you know. Yeah, moving around. Yeah. So, uh. (laughs) Splishing and splashing. So I pick it up to get it back on the dresser, and when I get it up in my arms, all I hear is just a crack.
2: (sighs) And I'm like, oh, shit. And my fiance must have
1: heard it too. She was uh, down the hall in the kitchen and all I heard was oh my god! And then I just felt the water splash everywhere. <laughs> oh. so, 10 gallons of water and sand just everywhere in the bedroom. It, it was a nightmare of a day. A nightmare of a day. Got got the carpet clean got all the water out finally but then i was just without a tank in the bedroom like i said it, i get it it was good that there was no fish in there but it still was a mess regardless yeah it it was a big mess but on the bright side i got a new tank in there now <laughs> so uh i was i was kind of going back and forth on whether i wanted to even replace that tank and put another fish tank in the bedroom because it was like n- now I just got PTSD of like I'm just going to think that this aquarium is going to spontaneously combust out of nowhere now. <laughs> so in the process of me kind of going back and forth and deciding whether I wanted to get another tank I, I just went on Petco's website and lo and behold they were having their sale that they have on aquariums a couple times a year. They used to do the dollar per gallon up to, like, 50 gallons. So, like, a 20-gallon would be 20 bucks. Oh. Uh, what they do now is they just do 50% off. So it, it's not quite uh, the deal that the dollar per gallon is, but it's still substantial. So oh. what I got was this, because uh, I was just going to get a little 5-gallon. I'm like, all right, let me get something. A little bit smaller volume. If it explodes, it's less water, <laughs> but it's still, you know, five gallons is right there, kind of like, that's the minimum for a beta. Right. Um, regardless of the fact that you walk in, like, a big box pet store and they got, like, one gallon aquariums for betas, don't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't be that person. Don't. Don't. That, Just that's stop right it. That's right there. That's right up there with the person who gets the goldfish and just puts them in the bowl. If only you knew. Um, where was I? Oh, you're buying a ten gallon tank. Well, no, I was going to buy a five gallon. Oh, right, right, right. But it, just like the basic, you know, style aquarium that you usually see, you know, black rectangle, uh, rectangular box with you know the black top and bottom. So, mm-hmm. the, so the one I got though, it's a little bit more expensive. It's a rimless one actually got a picture of it. I'll send it to you while I'm explaining it to the listeners but it's uh it's a cube shaped one and it's six gallons and I think I paid eh, like twenty five bucks for it. It was on sale not bad. let me see oh and... wow
0: yeah that is nice looking
1: so that picture I just took it I just filled it up before we recorded. I painted the background black and uh and filled it up so that uh that aquarium does make me nervous though because it's rimless, yeah, so it came with this uh like self levelling foam adhesive bottom that you stick to the bottom of the glass, so it won't it won't crack from like any pressure of it, like the glass box sitting on anything or anything like that. So in theory, it's safe. And I did fill it up with water, like, in the tub and let it sit there for, like, a day just to make sure there wasn't any leaks or anything like that. hmm But, yeah. So I got that one up and running. I'm gonna let it cycle, and then I'm gonna put a, another beta in there. And then uh, I, I snagged a free 20-gallon.
0: Where'd you get this? You're just getting, yeah.
1: <laughs> you're getting fish tanks up the wazoo. Yeah, so it it's... It's funny. Um, so I'm a part of this uh group on Facebook. It's like uh DFW Fish Keeper, something like that. So anyway, this lady just posted and was like, Hey, I got a bigger tank, so I got this 20 gallon aquarium and the stand. If anybody wants it, come get it. And I just happened to be the first person that's seen it and messaged nice. her. Which like that never happens. Like I always see posts like that for like other groups, like, hey, I'm giving this away or I'll sell this for cheap, and it's like, ooh, I want. Ah, there's already thirty comments. Somebody got it, <laughs> but I happen to be the first. It. I did have to drive to Fort Worth, which was like an hour round trip uh, after work, going there to pick it up and then driving back home. But it's uh, it's actually so the twenty gallon aquariums come in two different uh, form factors. There's a a twenty gallon tall and then there's a 20 gallon long. It's a 20 gallon long by the name. It's just it's longer but it's shallower. So that's the one I got. Okay. And it's actually the same exact dimensions as the 29 gallon that I have. It's just the 29 gallon is taller. Those extra 9 gallons are in the height. So I got I got two more aquariums to set up. <laughs> so I I cracked one <laughs> and i ended up with two more <laughs> <laughs> and then i also uh my job has this thing like this like employee recognition thing where you can like acknowledge an employee for like a job well done or something and they'll get these reward points that you can use to get all sorts of things so my uh my supervisor gave me some points that i then redeemed for an Amazon gift card that I then turned around and got a stand for either the 20-gallon long that I just got for free or the 28. I haven't decided which, or the 29. I haven't decided which one I want to put up there. So I guess the question I have is, there's
0: specific stands, like specifically made stands for tanks. Correct. What is the benefit of a specifically made stand as opposed to like just setting it on a dresser. I mean, you I think you briefly mentioned just the pressure of it.
1: I don't know yeah. if that has anything to do with it, but the the main thing is going to be the support for the weight. Okay. Cuz that, you know, especially when you get up into like 29 gallon, 55 gallon, like those aquariums are really really heavy. So Having an adequate stand to support that, that that weight, but like the smaller aquariums, like ten five gallons, you could put those on almost anything and they'll be fine. But yeah, uh, and they also they look nice too. Okay, is there any uh,
0: is there any surfaces you can't put a a five to ten gallon on? I guess,
1: or you shouldn't. Oh, I mean anything that's not sturdy. Like, I I, uh, I, would say just stay away from, like, the cheap particle board furniture. Okay. Like, probably just stay away from that stuff. It's probably not enough support. It might work. I, at our last place, I had the 10-gallon sitting on top of, like, one of those cube storage shelves Oh, from the Ikea. I- the Ikea one? Yeah. I had it sitting on there. It was fine, but probably not the best idea. And there are some, like, pretty bad quality stands. Like, the, the stand that I got isn't the best quality, but it's something that will do short-term because it is something that's just made from, like, particle board. But uh-huh. it it's rated to carry that weight. And it's also, like I said, the stand, it's for the 29-gallon but the 20-gallon long will fit on there because they're the same dimensions. It's just a shorter tank. right? So that's why I'm kind of leaning towards doing the 20-gallon long because I'll have more peace of mind that the stand can support the weight. Right. If it spontaneously cracks open, <laughs> it's nine nine less gallons of water on the floor. <laughs> if this and, thing cracks, I'm done. <laughs> and... Because that 10 gallon that the beta was in broke, that filter and the sponge filter that I had on there can go on the 20 gallon. And I basically have everything for the 20 gallon, as opposed to the 29 gallon. That filter would be a little bit too, too small.
0: Right. Yeah. That one is uh, the 20 gallon. What am I trying to say? You have the tools to set it up pretty immediately. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Only thing I need is to paint the background black, which I like I do on all of my tanks, just to to hide like the uh the wires and stuff behind it. Uh I gotta paint it black, but aside from that I just gotta get some form of substrate. Which I still have more of that black sand. I might just use that.
0: Yeah the uh, what's that called black diamond blasting?
1: Mm-hmm. Black diamond blasting sand. I remember some things. Just some. All right. Well, yeah, that that's That's been... <laughs> uh that's very unfortunate that 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 one cracked. Dude, that it was a bad Sunday. Sundays are bad in general, I, you know. I feel um Dude, it it was shitty but... too because it was a nice day out here. I was going to take my daughter to the park after I finished changing the room around. But by the time I got done getting all that water up she was taking a nap. So How I did thought. you
0: get that water up? Did you have a uh...
1: I had a carpet cleaner?
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. God, that must have been a process too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Especially with the, all the sand and uh,
1: I assume glass also on the floor. Uh, the, no, glass really wasn't a problem. All right, that's good. Yeah, surprising. <laughs> yeah, just just a couple of big pieces cracked. Did I send you a picture of it cracked? I'll yeah. post a picture on Instagram. Yeah, I'll you also... did, but uh. Yeah, dude, t- my heart dropped. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> I used to associate the sound of glass breaking with happy thoughts. <laughs> Not at all this time. It, it, I felt like it happened in slow motion, too, because like I heard the crack, but like it cracked, but it didn't give away right away. Like it cracked and it held for a minute, Ugh. and then just like <laughs> my fiance was like,
2: "No, oh. <laughs> like," <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> that was so funny. and then just
1: <laughs> the, the feeling the water splash everywhere. The sand was the worst. The sand was the worst because it, some of it had gotten over, um, our daughter's crib bedding. Oh <laughs> so no! Putting, so putting it in the washer with some sand and stuff in there, it was bad, man. It was bad, but it's all cleaned up now.
0: That's just a distant memory. It's all yeah. clean. You got a new tank. You got support for it. Got another
1: new tank. You got another new tank. Got another tank in the closet. I'll set <laughs> up one day. You got tanks galore, and you're ready for some more. Yeah, I actually need to get some uh, more fish for my ten gallon to replace the ones that jumped and got bullied although i might wait because it seems like they're all getting along now and adding some more might just yeah disrupt ink. the balance yeah so i might just let those guys rock out even though the tank feels a little bit empty <laughs> those guys are like this is rules <laughs> <laughs> so what, what is- space for activities <laughs> What are you doing and these people? Oh yeah, one other thing I wanted to mention, so in the new beta tank, the 6-gallon cube, I think I'm going to experiment with live plants. Uh-oh. It should be it should be easy enough. Doing the research, it's really just a matter of one picking the right plant that's right. going to you know, work in the aquarium. It's not going to get too big, too small, but um all I got to do is make sure I have adequate lighting that the lighting that the light is on enough during the day and I got to add nutrients to the substrate. So th- they're called well one company like one of the popular company calls them root tabs, but a lot of companies some they just look like little pills and you just put them in the substrate and it basically just gives nutrients to the substrate for the plants to grow. Oh nice. But yeah, I, I figured since it's a smaller tank, it would be uh it would be a good opportunity to kind of jump into that world of uh of maintaining live plants. And live plants won't jump out of your, your tank. <laughs> I mean they might grow out, but I still don't know. Oh, I, I lost a snail for like two days and it just magically popped back up. <laughs> I told you they do that, man. I couldn't find the damn snail for two days. Looked everywhere in that tank. Moved the decorations around. I don't know if he was burrowed in the sand somewhere.
0: Yeah, he probably did burrow in the sand. He's like, like, I need a break. (laughs) I need a break from all this chaos. (laughs) Yeah. Get me
1: out of here. He came out. Everything was fine. All right, cool. Anyway, I feel like I've been rambling on a little bit too long about fish. Oh, it's all good. It's my podcast, damn
2: it! <laughs> <laughs> you hear God. me? It's mine. You listen to what I tell you to listen to.
1: No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that so. that is all I have. Do you, did you have anything else? I think I'm I'm tapped out. Oh,
0: all right. I'm tapping. All right. Much like I'm Daniel tapping and tapped out to MJF. Oh, that
1: is what happened? Interesting. I, I think so. I don't know.
0: I tried to watch the first uh, 10 minutes of the match and was just like, I'm not in the mood. Anyway, that's a discussion for another time.
1: Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode, if if you made it this far.
0: Hopefully you did episode. and enjoyed I, it.
1: I hope you're not burned out on us talking about The Last of Us. And yeah. The last few episodes have been kind of, <laughs> have been dominated, but it's... It's worthy of talking about. It's worthy of covering. Yeah, and it's
0: a current event, which, uh, you know,
1: based on past- yeah. our past, we don't cover a lot. The only instance of this really was uh, the Obi-Wan series. Yeah, and we covered Halloween Ends shortly after it released. That's true.
0: But that was also after deep diving into the previous
2: Yeah,
1: 30 years of film. So Yeah. Well, anyway, if you haven't been enjoying the Last of Us talk, it's about to be over, so don't worry about
2: it. <laughs> don't don't worry, it's
1: almost over. But as far as this episode goes, it is over. So thank you for listening. You can find us at Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Engage with us on those platforms. Let us know your favorite moments of episodes five, six, and seven, or six, seven, and eight. I'm sorry of the last of us or any moments of the entire season as we get geared up for the finale. Uh, if you want to answer the questions that, that we've talked about earlier, I can't remember what they are now. feels yours (laughs) was,
0: what was the last album? Uh, you listened to that was an instant classic and mine was what retro console, what retro consoles library would you like to uh, dive deeper
1: into? Yep, there you go. So if you want to answer those questions, Then uh, write us on Twitter or Instagram. Do it. Do it. (laughs) Now. Right now. Yep. And uh, Airbud podcast coming soon. It's in the works. (laughs) 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 Roof. (laughs) Bork, bork, bork. All right, guys. Well, just remember. (laughs) <laughs> the term nerd is rated E for everyone. To so find your passion, embrace it. And be the nerd that you are. Bye. I-